Visioneers, welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small businesses that not only survived the last recession, but thrived during the last recession. And our guest this week is a belt of sunshine. This is Small Business Celebration. Join us as we learn from successful business owners and successful business leaders about who they are, from where their business has grown, what they have learned, and where their successful business is going. I'm your host, Michael I. Roberts, and we're gonna learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Hello, my name is Chad Tonko, founder and CEO of Premier's Market Development. I listen to the Small Business Celebration podcast for two specific reasons. The first reason is, Small businesses are the backbone of our economy here in the United States, with over 56% of our national GDP coming from them. So I like to hear about them. I like to hear what's going on. And the Small Business Celebration podcast is the perfect place for it. Secondly, and more importantly, this is the place to go for inspiration and ideas. So check it out. Small Business Celebration podcast. You won't regret it. Cheers. Before we begin our program with this week's successful small business visioneer, I want to take a moment and thank you for joining us here on the Small Business Celebration program. If this is your first time, you're about to experience why after tens of thousands of downloads, small business owners, small business leaders, presidents, CEOs, CFOs, and general managers all download the Small Business Celebration program in record numbers on a weekly basis. We want to thank the tremendous content that our visioneer guests continue to provide this program, our sponsors, and you, Visioneer Nation, who have subscribed to this program, internalized our guests' valuable insight, acted upon that insight, and because of it, are growing a strong and profitable business. And we thank you. Our guests this week are John Willingham and Carol Bennett of Sunbelt Business Brokers and Advisors, and welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you. Thank you. And for visionaries who don't know, uh, who are you and what is it that you do? Well, I'm John Willingham. I've lived in Bakersfield uh, pretty much all of my life for the last 70 years or so. Mm -hmm. And um, I got into the real estate business probably 40 plus years ago, 44 years ago, actually. And uh, then gradually, I, I well, we sold businesses. Back in those days, real estate brokers sold businesses. They still do. Uh -huh. um, but then I, I started to specialize more in businesses, and I bought the Sunbelt franchise in 2001. So now we have both companies. We have New Concept Realty, and we have Sunbelt Business Brokers and Advisors, where we sell businesses and help small business owners. And you? I'm Carol Bennett, Sunbelt Business Brokers and Advisors here in Bakersfield. I love Bakersfield. I'm from L.A. I uh, moved here 14 years <clears throat> ago. I've been a real estate agent for over 25 years or so. And uh, I've done quite a few different things before I uh, did this two and a half years ago. The reason we're here is because we're in the middle of a recession. And this is not the first recession that you've been through, John. No, it's not. What did Sunbelt look like in 2007? We had quite a few listings and we were having a good year, um, closing more deals uh, than we had the previous year. We were, we were doing well. And uh, 
then uh, towards the end of 2007, it seemed to slow down a little bit. And our mm. calls started to, back when we got a lot more calls, the calls started to uh, not be as often. And uh, things were just changing. It was, we got a sense of it. Mm -hmm. 2008 was the economic crash. Yeah, and then we really got a sense of it. <laughs> <laughs> and how did you not only survive the recession of 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, but thrive because of it? What happened? What did you do? Well, I've always been a, a believer in having more than one source of cash flow. Mm. I like uh, multiple streams of cash flow. So I've got the real estate company, and then we got the business brokerage, and then real estate investments. So when the business brokerage was hardest hit right. uh, by the recession mm -hmm. and a lot of businesses just went out of business. But the real estate market was, it was hurting and there were a lot of foreclosures and things. A lot of people got hurt, right. but we're brokers. So brokers don't own the real estate. They just help whoever owns it, sell it right. and or buy it. Right. And so, because of some of the designations I have, I got hooked up with some national companies who had made a lot of bad commercial loans. Mm. And other, we were hooked up with other uh, companies who had made some bad uh, residential loans too. So we're doing <laughs> a lot of sales of, of uh, foreclosed properties. Mm -hmm. And uh, so then I consolidated the two companies. Sunbelt was over on California Avenue and we consolidated them back here with us. So because of that multiple uh, streams of cash flow and how maybe one will go down and one will stay up or even get better, uh, we were able to survive. Where did you, first of all, learn the concept of multiple revenue streams? And then how did you learn the practice of multiple revenue streams? Probably from my mother. Okay. Uh, my mother was a very good business person. She sold insurance. Uh -huh. She was an insurance broker. Uh -huh. And of course, she had um, neat thing about the insurance business. You get renewals, trails. Uh -huh. And so she, even when business was off a little, she would still have her trails. Uh -huh. And then she invested in real estate. So she had multiple streams of cash flow. And, and uh, I always knew that that would be a a good thing to have. You need the more streams you have. I even sold Shackley for a while. Also, <laughs> you know. <laughs> now, Carol, 2007 looked very different for you. Yes, I was in real estate at the time. Uh -huh. uh, resale, actually. And, and what is resale real estate? Resale are residential homes that are already lived in. Mm. So someone is selling their home as opposed to new home sales where a builder has just built it and somebody moves in. Mm -hmm. So I was a resale agent at the time mm -hmm. and uh, I was doing fairly well. Obviously, when things changed, I had to find another way to make money. And so I went into foreclosures. Um, I was hired by a company that gave me, I know this sounds great, <laughs> but 200 listings from Bakersfield to Fresno. Wow. And I hired a team of five to help me. And it was crazy. Yes, we made many. But after about 12 months, I was ready to do something different. Right. So and why was that? Um, 
I am such a family person that I was having to turn everybody down for every event that I was invited to. And I'm too social right. to ignore my family. And I'm, I care about them so much. So I said, I can't do this anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they said I couldn't do it anymore. Sure. So yeah, <laughs> they love me too much now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I had to just say, okay, what do I want to do? And then you decided at some point to go out on your own. Yeah, I, I tend to like to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that? I'm, I'm a leader, a natural leader. Mm -hmm. um, I'm an influencer. Um, I've been told I have a type A personality. No. Yeah, people have, <laughs> people have actually said that to me. I've taken tests. <laughs> um, so it's just, uh, it's the natural course mm -hmm. for me to go that way. Right. Um, and, it, and you can't fight me on it because it doesn't go well if, if anyone fights me on it. Right. And it's not on purpose. It's just the way I am. So, right. you know. And it sounds like with you, John, that you've wanted to chart your own course from the very beginning, learning that from your mom. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I worked for the Bakersfield Californian for 12 years. Right. And uh, but while I was working for them, I was able, because of the position I had with them, I was able to also go into the real estate business. And I worked in the real estate business a year and a half. And I was working part-time in the real estate business, but making twice as much money as I was at my other. Still took me a year and a half to, you know, it's nice to get a paycheck every week. Right. And in the real estate business or the business opportunity brokerage business, you don't get a paycheck every week. Right, right. So that brings us to today because we are in a recession there's a notion of wanting to pull back hold on to what you've got but i see carol you're you're shaking your head or it's, it's no. a great opportunity right now why is that well when things slow down around you but you're the one that's still working mm -hmm. it's amazing what you can do how so um for one you'll shine brighter than the ones that are holding back mm. because you're not stopping. You won't stop and you can't give up. And that, that would have to be my main way of looking at things. When the going gets tough, I have to work harder. Um, I can't let obstacles stop me. Um, and I think for a lot of people, it's very easy to let that happen. And now we're in a position where we've never been before. The whole world is aware of this pandemic. Right. And I think it's a great opportunity for people who want to be entrepreneurs, for people who want to own their business, maybe for the first time, um, for investing. There's probably more opportunity to invest in something right now for those who have been planning ahead and have the cash or who know how to work with the seller, which we do, we can make that happen. Um, but not giving up and working hard and even harder and getting more creative, the harder it gets. So that's kind of the way I'm looking at it right now. For business owners and business leaders who want to learn more about what you and John can offer them about their business that may be up for sale or looking for other businesses that have opportunities, how would they reach out and get in touch with you? Very easily. 
I'm Carol Bennett. You can reach me at 661-369-1516. And John? <laughs> oh, 661-332-9401. And what is your website? Our website is bakersfield.sunbeltnetwork.com. Are you getting the blue screen of death? Or worse, are you getting a black screen with white gibberish on it? Something that looks like it should be translated by an ancient Egyptian paleontologist? Have no fear. The highly trained staff at Bakersfield Bytes is here to serve you. As Kern County's number one rated computer repair store, your business's computers are in good hands. Need to upgrade your computer? No problem. Need a stronger network? No problem. Call Bakersfield Bytes at 661-496-5900 and keep the backbone of your business in tip-top shape. Call Bakersfield Bytes at 661-496-5900 or at bakersfieldbytes.com. That's bakersfieldbytes.com. We're here with John Willingham and Carol Bennett with Sunbelt Business Brokers and Advisors. And we're talking about how now is the time to look at buying businesses versus selling businesses. Why is that the case, John? Well, it was like Carol was saying, uh, there are a lot of opportunities out there. Um, we have developed a business brokers program that we call distressed businesses. Mm -hmm. And we operate in that program a little different than we operate normally. Normally, when you list a business, you don't tell the uh, potential buyer the name of the business or where it's located until the buyer signs a non-disclosure agreement. Right. We're still going to get the buyer to sign a non-disclosure agreement. But in our teasers that we'll have out all over the internet, we'll have the name of the business and we'll have the name of the, or the location of the business. So, and we get permission from the business owner who realizes that their business is uh, distressed. <laughs> First, you gotta convince them of that. <laughs> if you own a restaurant and you're closed, that's a distressed business. Right, right. And uh, so once we, get them to understand that, then we tell them we're going to market your business that way. That means a lower selling price. Right. Maybe you just devalue the assets, mm -hmm. but maybe you get out from under a lease that you've signed a personal guarantee on mm -hmm. or whatever. And uh, so you can you can move on and then you can regroup and go at it again later when things improve. So, and for buyers, this is an excellent opportunity to acquire a business if you have the foresight and the understanding of how to turn it around. Okay. Well, like if you, um, if you have a, like the restaurant business, mm -hmm. now we know the restaurant business is going to turn around. Um, and I think eventually we'll all be eating and not sitting six feet apart. Right. I saw a deal on the uh, news last night. There were some people running around, I guess they're waiters, but they've got an inner tube and they're on little, did you see that? <laughs> And they're all three feet apart. It was crazy. I thought, oh, this is crazy. Anyway, things will turn around. And when they turn around, you bought the business at a very low price. Probably we're going to be able to negotiate with the landlord. We do that too. Right. Uh, so that's all part of our service. So we're going to get that landlord to give you some favorable terms. Uh, we're going to get that seller to give you some favorable, favorable terms. You'll probably be able to buy a business that uh, you could, like for half of what it would cost you to open a new one. So 
or maybe even less. Mm -hmm. So those are the kind of things that were, so you always, what's, what's that old saying uh, uh, about lemonade? How's it, when all you have is lemon, you, you make lemonade. Right. So that's what we're trying to do. We're, we're trying to make lemonade with, with what we have. And we got some lemons, a lot of lemons right now. Carol, why should somebody consider buying a business instead of starting a business? Oh, well, I think that's simple. Um, if you're an entrepreneur and you want to start your own business, and mm -hmm. it depends on if it's your personal business or a franchise, um, there's a lot of upfront costs, a lot. Mm. And then there's um, training and hiring and setup, and there's so much that goes on with that. Why not buy a business that's already running, it's already been set up for you and it's ready to go. And those upfront costs are already there. And um, I think that um, it just depends on the type of person you are. Yes, I like to be very independent. I like to do things and uh, I would rather buy a business that's already set up. Absolutely. And it's because the upfront costs are already eliminated. Well, you have to remember, too, that um, it's not just that. But when a new business starts up, usually in the first two years, you know if that business is going to make it or not. Right. So there's a trial period. If you buy a business already in place, they've gone through the trial period for you. So why not? <laughs> right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. Step, yeah. step through the landlines that have already been laid. Right. And we also put in our um, listing agreements for the businesses that the seller will also do some training. It's included in the sale. Mm. Very good. Mm -hmm. Now, John, what is the criteria that you look at for a business or a business owner that wants to sell their business? What are things that you're looking for to see if that business is a viable option to be purchased and sold? Well, I look at the uh, businesses sell on numbers. You know, they sell on the top line number, revenue number, and they sell on the bottom line number that we, uh, in what we call Main Street business uh, brokerage, we adjust a little bit to get to a thing we call seller seller's discretionary earnings. And those are the two numbers that they sell on. And so I look for strong numbers. Well, it's really not so much what I look for. It's what does a buyer look for? Right. A buyer looks for strong numbers. Uh, they look for over a period of time. We like to list businesses that have been in business for at least three years. And we look for good books. Mm -hmm. uh, you'd be surprised how many people keep not very good books and how many people uh, don't keep accurate books. Well, there's money in my checking account. Obviously, I'm doing well. That's right. <laughs> and you can and you can write a check because there's checks in your in your checkbook. Check exactly. Book. Right. So that's so we look for that. We look for a motivated seller. Mm. If if you know if a if a seller comes to our office and they tell us something like, "Well, I don't care if I sell the business or, or not. Mm. I'm going to test that seller a little bit because what are you doing here?" Right. If you don't care, if you sell right. your business, might as well just close it. Right. So you've got a you can you need good books, you need a motivated seller, and you need a good business that 
is generating income and has a prospect of continuing to generate the income. Because even though they look at the numbers now, that's not what they're buying. They're buying the potential for those numbers to get better or at least not get any worse. Right. So that's what. Now, Carol, we've, we're in a recession. And so the numbers for this year are not going to look like the numbers from last year or the year before. Right. So what are you looking for when somebody comes in that wants to sell their business, but for obvious reasons, the numbers are down and forecasting may be questionable at best. And it will be. Um, so uh, uh, just with a couple buyers recently, they already understand the numbers are down. Mm -hmm. The sellers are they know they can't hide the fact that they're down. Right. So uh, we've had to be a little bit more creative. So depending on the price, if that fits today from two months ago when we listed it at that price, maybe it's really not that price today. Right. So we're going to have to do some negotiating and both parties are going to have to work together. Um, so the other thing too is... Um, these SBA loans, we're not getting them right now. Right. They're very difficult to get. Right. So we're having to rely more on the seller to do seller financing. Mm. But we also want the buyer to come in with cash. We don't want the seller have to have to finance everything. Sure. That's why they're trying to sell the business. They right. don't necessarily have the but cash. But we also want to make sure that there's cash flow when they buy the business so that it doesn't fail. Right. Marketing Director for the Palms at San Lorenz Senior Living. Hi everyone, it's Jennifer Pitcher, Local Public and Government Affairs Consultant. This is David Collins with Commercial Trade. Hello, my name is Chad Tonkel, Founder and CEO of Primaris Market Development. What do these visioneers all have in common? They send us a quick 30 second video with their name, the business with whom they're associated, why they subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Program, and they emailed it to us at sbc at smallbusinesscelebration.com. Their videos all appeared on the Small Business Celebration Program, and yours can too. Simply shoot a quick 30-second video with your name, the business with whom you're associated, why you subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Program, and email it to us at sbc at smallbusinesscelebration.com. Your video could appear on the next Small Business Celebration Program, and we look forward to seeing your video today. We're here with John Willingham and Carol Bennett. Carol, you are very active in the community. Mm -hmm. And one of the organizations that you are heavily involved with is Babes in Business. Yes. And tell us about Babes in Business and why are you involved? Uh, actually, the uh, one of the ladies that started it had a uh, wedding business, mm -hmm. so she was business-oriented. And what, first of all, what is Babes in Business? It's uh, for women who are professional and they own their own business and they get together and... Uh, they celebrate with one another, and hopefully we get business from each other, which does happen. Nice. So um, 
I think it's just a nice network to have so that if you're a business owner and you're having a great time or you're having a bad time, uh, because sometimes it's a roller coaster, it's nice to know that there are other women out there going through what you're going through. There's also a mentorship program that they do that I think is wonderful. I've been a mentor before in, in different capacities. And when they said that they needed some women in uh, business who were mentors, I raised my hand right away and I didn't really feel like I had done much at all, but I got a thank you out of it and I thought, I really didn't do much. But again, it's one of those things that I guess I love it, so it doesn't seem like it's much for me to do it, but it's a really um, neat group of women that really care about each other. There is another one called Boss Ladies. So I've been to both. I've mm -hmm. gone back and forth. Um, but they're they're all like that, and they're wonderful groups. John, tell us one thing that visioneers could do today to grow a strong and profitable business. Depends on the business you're in, but if you're in a business that's not affected so much by COVID and you're, and you're a strong business, a good business, there will be other businesses like your business that are going to be failing and wanting to sell, maybe even distressed businesses. So you can merge those businesses, you can acquire those business businesses and merge them into your business. And uh, you can hire employees from those businesses. So you can you, the, you know, the big get bigger and the, and the, the little ones either die or, or get smaller. Right. But you can take advantage of that. You can even have some of those people work for you. Um, so you're actually taking the best and the brightest of both businesses to make a stronger business yet. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, an example is uh, the guy who used to own the Santa Clarita Sunbelt in 2008. Right. Uh, works with me now in in my business here. So he still lives in Santa Clarita and he works that market. Right. And how about you, Carol? What is one thing that you would advise visionaries that, that they could do today to grow a strong and profitable business? I think that you have to have passion in what you do. So hopefully if you're already in a business that you love and you're passionate about it, um, it won't feel that difficult to come up with creative ideas to figure out a way to still do well, mm -hmm. even during this type of market. And we know that many others have gone through this before. This is not the first time. History repeats itself. And for me, it's nice to work side by side with John and see all that he's been through and we can compare notes. And it's nice to know we're not alone. So for those really, really hard days, just call up your business friend who's been through it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get through it. Sure. Mm -hmm. And John, if Visionary Nation wanted to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Oh, well, of course, our website, bakersfield.sunbeltnetwork.com. And then uh, my phone number is 661-332-9401. And my email, I've got about 20 of those. So uh, let's see, I'll give you a, the long one is john.willingham at sunbeltnetwork.com. 
And Carol, how can Visioneers reach out to you? Sure. Um, my cell number is the best, 661-369-1516. And I also have a Sunbelt email. It's a little shorter than John's. <laughs> C. Bennett at sunbeltnetwork.com. Thank you both for being on Small Business Celebration and imparting your truth and your wisdom. And we appreciate you both being on very, very much. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Are you getting the blue screen of death? Or worse, are you getting a black screen with white gibberish on it? Something that looks like it should be translated by an ancient Egyptian paleontologist? Have no fear. The highly trained staff at Bakersfield Bytes is here to serve you. As Kern County's number one rated computer repair store, your business's computers are in good hands. Need to upgrade your computer? No problem. Need a stronger network? No problem. Call Bakersfield Bytes at 661-496-5900 and keep the backbone of your business in tip-top shape. Call Bakersfield Bytes at 661-496-5900 or at bakersfieldbytes.com. That's bakersfieldbytes.com. Who is a visioneer? A visioneer is a small business leader who is a pioneer that has vision. A visioneer is someone willing to see the world, not as it is, but as it could be, and is willing to do something about it. A visioneer is ethical, smarter, faster, and leaner than the mainstream competition. A visioneer gives value first because visioneers are in business for the long haul. Visioneers understand the difference between saving money and earning a profit. Visioneers define their destiny. Visioneers create their own luck. Visioneers surround themselves with successful, like-minded people. Visioneers are renegades who defy the mainstream competition and are ready to change the world. Are you a visioneer? Join the Visioneer Tribe at Small Business Celebration on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.